Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This, this, this is an Intel Studios production. Uh, hello, ladies and gentlemen. It is me, Michael Douglas, from Making the Court. Davina is almost here, but she's here. chewing on a sweet. What sweet? No, was I'm it? not chewing on a sweet. It was, it was an endamame bean. Was it? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. It smells kind of fruity. <laughs> I don't think it was an endamame <laughs> bean at all. <laughs> I can smell it. Why is it? It's like. What is it? Strawberries. Mmm. Yeah, okay. Like a chew it or a fruitella. Do you want one? Yeah, definitely. We'll have to pause it. Okay, I'll have one at the end. I'll treat myself to one at the end. (laughs) Oh, I really want one. (laughs) I have a drawer in there that's got Jolly Ranchers in there. And I had one of them when I came in. Wow. God, I love the Jolly Rancher. We know. Um, we've just had a little Wagamamas. I invented my own Wagamamas. You were going to say, I invented Wagamamas. I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I invented a new Wagamamas tonight. Like, well, I always no, go... what does that mean? Well, I, I, I'm going to tell you. Oh, but okay. I normally go chicken katsu curry, and then yeah. occasionally I have, like, chicken chilli ramen or something like that. So sometimes you go off-piece, but you, you yes. generally speaking, have the same thing. Generally I have something have different thing. almost every time I go. Do you? Yeah. So I've already had, before I got here tonight, I already had some deep-fried halloumi fries. Um, oh, what? I, I know. I met with Reese and Andreas. Yeah. And then we went for a drink. And um, What, you had them with the drink? I had them with the that drink. That is an amazing combo. So I had what? half a Peroni with oh, two what? portions. Of, two portions? It was between me and Reese and Andreas that we had them. Did you have most of them? Oh, gosh. Really? So I thought, better not have a full meal. So, Wait. Oh, yeah. Why were they so good and where were they from? They were from a... Pub, I think, on Charlotte Street next in door in in that London Rathbone Place in Charlotte Street, round there. I can't remember what it was called now, but um, I don't know why they were good. They were, they were okay. Can I say something? They were deep fried. N- oh, so so next, nice. what with batter, breadcrumbs, yeah. breadcrumbs, batter. panko breadcrumbs, panko breadcrumbs. Um, because we should try those. Yeah, uh, in the air fryer and in the deep fat fryer and see okay. what's happening. Yeah, but what I was going to say mm-hmm. was, next time you go to the pub, mm-hmm. take a picture. Order some fries and post it on the Instagram page, please. And we need, well, I generally need to do more posting on the, or, yes. or making the cook yes. page of things. Um, so anyway, uh, yes. when you said, let's have a Wagamama's, I was like, great. So I had a look at the menu, decided what I wanted and thought, oh, I, I do, there's nothing that I really wanted as a complete thing. Mm. So I bought these new things called Ebi Katsu, which are prawns, mm. also covered in panko breadcrumbs and then deep fried as <laughs> a theme here but i'd never had them before and i thought oh i'll try them instead of the crispy chili squid so i went for them and then i bought just a portion of plain noodles and then i bought some wok fried vegetables oh, and i mixed the whole thing oh, together and invented my own wagamama's meal yeah that's what i did so what they need to do is a panko breadcrumb prawn a prawn katsu vegetable noodle. katsu noodle yeah but what's quite good, because the noodles are completely plain, but if you get the wok fried vegetables, they come in a kind of 
soy jus with garlic. Right. And can I just say, yeah. soy jus is just another word for gravy for you, right? Yeah, it's, it's kind of like... Like, a, you just need some sort of yeah. jus on everything. I, 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 I need gravy, mo- I need, need moisture. more jus. I need moisture, basically. Yeah. So anyway, when you tip the wok fried vegetables into the noodles, bang, you've got like a whole new noodle dish. And then <laughs> ebi katsu on there as well. And they come with this really hot chilli sauce, which I really like. So anyway, bang, that's my new Wagamama's meal. Oh, yeah, I love you're it. really happy about that. Oh, that was brilliant. We've just finished it now. Like, all the juices in my mouth are still, mm. like, sloshing around. Firing. Yeah. On all cylinders. Yeah. Um, what are you going to talk about today? Oh, I've got a few things to talk about today. Oh, what? Just give me an overview. Oh, okay. So I've got two TV shows. Yeah. I've got a magazine article thing. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, and then I've got a few other bits and pieces that people have sent that made me think about other things. What, like what? You got sent gifts? We got sent a gift. Yeah. We got sent a magazine. Nice. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I've had a quick peruse. Very nice. I'm going to give that to you, but I thought Great. I'd give it a mention because it's very nicely done. But a couple of great TV shows. One I've absolutely caned this week. As you know, I was in Scotland, or as as you all know, last yes, week's we podcast. Yes, we loved your Instagram posts. We were in Scotland. Ah, yes. Yeah, very ha- happy and handsome on the top of that hill. Yes, the law. The law. Yeah. I love the name of that hill. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Because I believe law is Gaelic for hill. So a lot of people call it oh, the law hill. It? So Jude so, Law is Jude Hill. Jude Hill, hill. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about that. Law is also like the law. Oh. But um, so I used to call it the Law Hill, but my, I think my dad said, well, that would be Hill Hill. So it's not that. It's mm. just the mm. law, the Dundee law, mm. it's called. Um, so yeah, up the top there. I mean, brilliant. And then I found loads of old photos of me as a kid up there as well, which I sent oh, you some of them. Maybe yes. I'll post one of them. Because um, that was quite good. And then I ate all the Scottish delicacies, which mainly consisted of cholesterol, but they were very tasty. And you're going to get me to try some. I'm going to get you a white pudding. Yes. So it's, it's, it's Father's Day on Sunday. I've sent my dad. He doesn't know this yet. And this, he'll not listen to this before Sunday. He might. He's got four battered white puddings going to his oh, house. Good God. His wife is you know, going to be you pretty. Ca- you, came, you came back and you mm. went, right, that's it. I can't. I've got to eat healthily. Mm. I and have been doing. You've sent your dad four deep battered white puddings. Yeah. She's going to kill you. Sue's going to kill you. Yeah, well, you know, so be it. <laughs> She'll, she'll love all the warmth that comes from his trumps in bed at night. Um, so, yeah, great. That's me. What about you? What you got? Um, I've got a TV show mm-hmm. that I've started watching with Chester. Mm-hmm. They're doing that thing where they eke it out week by week. They don't let you binge, which yeah. is so annoying. But I really like it. I, I don't like it. I love being made to wait. My memory is not good enough anymore to... to, to I'm watching Friends at the moment since the reunion thing. And... The idea of getting to the end of the one where Ross and Rachel are on a break and waiting seven days for 22 minutes of telly to reappear, I'm not sure I can do it anymore. I've got to watch it immediately. Wow. This is the end of television. (laughs) As we knew it. Yeah. As we once knew it, yeah. Anyway, Um, sorry. I've got some amazing kind of gadgets and things that uh, we can use... Mm-hmm. For our bottoms. No way. Yes way. And our bedrooms. And, yeah. This is taking a turn. You, <laughs> this is a different I podcast you, altogether. I you can't wait though, right? I, I, I'm not... You want to know. I absolutely want to yeah. know, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, I'm going to start with uh, the Kaminsky method. Oh, yes. It's now, so good. We've 
I think we've reviewed this in the we past, have. We but have. season three came out. It's the final season. They're never going to do another. Have they said that? Yeah, that was it. And Aaron Arkin bailed on the second series. He said that that was him. He was done. So it's... Oh, I cried my little eyes out oh, at the end. Did you? Yes. Don't, don't, no, give no, away. Well, I won't give away too, too much of it. Kathleen Turner's in it. Um, Kathleen oh my Turner? God, yes, yes. Kathleen Turner from War of the Roses when they were together. Yes, oh. and Romancing the Stone and all oh, of that my stuff. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, so that's brilliant. It's just, it's just fascinating seeing these two people again. Because obviously there was a fictional marriage and then obviously there's a fictional divorce and then there's a, a fictional of them coming back together again to discuss what their marriage was like. There's a very funny line in it where she says, and, you know, cover your ears, children, where she says, uh, he said, I should have been a better husband. And he, he, and she says, oh, well, you gave great head. <laughs> and he looks as if to say, yeah, well, you know, pretty good at that, you know. But of course, there was that story floating around mm. that he got a sore throat from too much cunnilingus. Cancer. Yes, well, I, I didn't mean, want to say the word. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I thought there was a nice little touch in there, you know, because mm. he was like, oh, yeah, I remember and that. And that. that that's in the Kaminsky? That's in the Kaminsky method. Oh, yeah, is yes. it? So, you know, th- there's lots of funny little in-jokes in there that if you know anything about the careers of Aaron Arkin, Kathleen Turner and Michael Douglas, you'll know there's lots of funny little in-jokes in there. And if you want to go on IMDb and have a little look at the trivia bit on that, it tells there's you loads, loads of there. stuff in there, yes. Um, so it's... It's really good. It's a very easy watch and it's very light-hearted. I watched some of it with my mum, who, as you know, is a, a bit poorly at the moment, so she didn't want anything too heavy or no. too stressful. And it was almost like the perfect thing to watch. There was just the right level of humour in it, a bit of pathos, you know, like, yeah. uh, and there was lots of payoff as well. Um, it's really, really good, so I'd highly recommend it. The other thing I love about anything set in LA mm. is that it's always sunny Mm, yeah god it must be great filming in LA yeah right and everybody's driving convertibles or nice cars Mm. and the weathers are always good and the windows are down people have got suntan never been (gasps) we've got to go let's go I'd love to go to LA with you yeah well great let's do that okay yeah um, so it's got this just a very sunny disposition anyway and obviously it's wrapped in all this wonderful Jewish comedy which I just love. So mm. off the back of this, I've been going through the back catalogue of Curb Enthusiasm just before I go I to bed at night. But can I just say something? Yeah? You have already just said mm-hmm. you've watched, like, all of the Kaminsky method. Yes. You're going through Friends and now Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. When, when do you well, do Well, look, this? all these, all these programmes are only, like, 27... They're only 27 minutes long, I know, right? but, like, this is... 20 episodes of stuff. <laughs> There's only eight episodes a season for Kaminsky Method. It's not that long. It's quite short. But you've watched it. I've watched it. But I was in Scotland for a week just looking after me mum, you know, and, and visiting people and stuff. I had a lot of... You're amazing. Well, I'm very amazing at watching TV. I, I, I'm not as amazing as you. I want to get better. 8.2 on IMDb. Yeah, well... Yeah, that's pretty okay. good, isn't it's it? It's quite good, but not as good as my 9.1. Have you got a 9.1? Series, TV series. Oh, my God. You've got yeah. to tell me what it is. Okay. What, now? Oh, well, let, oh, let me wrap up with yeah, the Kaminsky Method. Yeah, I was going to say. I, it's I, on... didn't, I didn't feel like I finished. <laughs> yeah. I, I, want, I want more. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any, anything significant in there. Well, one thing that is quite funny, he's, he's been the executor of the estate of his friend, Aaron Arkin. Now, it's not a spoiler to say Aaron Arkin dies. I mean, it's, it's all over the trailer and everything. The opening episode one is his funeral. Michael Douglas starts to talk 
at his funeral. So his best friend and agent has died. Um, and he's the executor of the will. And then Aaron Arkin had a daughter who was a recovering addict and a son who was a Scientologist who were desperate to get their hands on their father's and grandfather's money. So there's quite a nice little funny subplot that runs through where they're trying all these different ways to squeeze money out of out of Michael Douglas. There is another funny line in it where um, he, um, Aaron Arkin has, um, has given Michael Douglas and his daughter $10 million in the will. And Michael Douglas decides he's just going to give it all to his daughter, all 10 million. And he suggests that she keeps it a secret from her boyfriend. And she says, why would I keep it a secret from my boyfriend? <laughs> he says, he says, if you keep it a secret, it's 10 million. And if you tell him, it's five. That <laughs> really made me laugh. So there's a nice funny story in there about how that lie kind of evolves. But on the whole, it's just a really good, uh, fun, easy to watch, lovely thing to do um, about kind of growing old, I guess, and mm. all the things that go with it. I think, do you know who I think would love it? Mm-hmm. Gabba. Oh, definitely, mm. yeah. And do you know the other thing I like about it is that I've always kind of looked ahead and planned ahead. When I was a kid, I always imagined myself at 30. When I was 30, I imagined myself at 40. And now I'm nearly 50. I'm imagining myself at 60 and 70. Now, you might think, oh, you're wishing your life away. Mm. And I'm not really. But what I am, well, I don't believe I'm doing that at all because I'm very happy. But um, what I like to see is that Michael Douglas is nearly 80. And he looks great. And he has a fab career. And he's he's having a laugh and having a nice time. And I think, oh, there is a future where... There's loads of fun things going on, even at 80. It's really important that Mm. we still represent people in their 60s, 70s and 80s and television and media because they inspire us Mm. as younger people Mm. that everything's going to be all right. I mean, I feel a bit like that, and I'm sure you do. Mm. There's a responsibility for us Mm. as people in their late 40s. Oh, you haven't picked me up on that. I thought you were going to go, I am not in my late 40s. We had this discussion the other day. Yeah, I'm mid-40s. 48 is late. It's late. 49 is late. late. No, 48 is... 49 is 50, basically. Three to eight is mid. (laughs) You're mid-50s at 53, right? What? Yeah, and I'm mid-40s at 48. That's how it works. Um, So, so so, basically, it's important that we show everybody that we're living our best lives so that we are shining a light for people in their 30s who dread being 50. I totally agree, think, yeah. But look at Michael mm. and Davina, they're so happy. Because I think that's why I love Paul Weller and people like that. He's in his 60s yeah. and he still looks great and he still has a great time, wears lovely clothes. And, yeah. and I think, oh, like, the future's going to be fine, right? Yes, it's going to be fine. I, I'm looking forward to getting older, but I, I'm also enjoying being in my mid-40s. Yes. Mid. Yeah, mid. Um, so, I am bringing uh, you a gadget a company. Yep. So, Chester loves having coloured light bulbs. Yes. And he loves having them with a smartphone mm-hmm. and then you put the app on your phone and you play them and you can have disco lights and blah, blah, blah. And he was using another company. I'm not going to name them because on this podcast we don't diss other brands. No, no. But no. Chester is so thrifty. Mm-hmm. He's marvellous. So, Chester went off. He did some research and he said, Mum, can I get some new bulbs? Because his bulbs are gone. Mm-hmm. And I said, yes, but how much are they? Because they're quite spenny. And he said, hang on. And he went off and he found a cheaper company. And then 
He said it's cheaper to buy two. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Economies of scale. Um, so yeah. I bought two. Anyway, this company is called LIFX. And I've just looked them up mm-hmm. on, on the internet. And they do downlighters. Oh, God. Oh, my God. We have to get them everywhere in the house. So they can change colour, right? Yes. So what they do is you have them on your phone yep. and you literally have a spectrum of colour. Okay. And you can move your finger around and the light will change with the spectrum of colour. Okay. You can have different lights flashing at different times, different so colours. It's the, a disco. It's a disco flasher. They, it's a disco. disco. Okay, yeah. Wherever you want. Okay. Down lighters of coloured light. Okay. I'm so excited. I, I've only just seen... And it says connect home. I mean, I'm wondering what else we can do. Anyway. Oh, yeah, right. So they're, they're what do they call The Internet of Things. That's what this is. So look, um, a 100 millimetre downlight. Yep. It's expensive. 70, qu- 70 it's pounds. It's 70 pounds. Okay. But it is an instant disco. So maybe just do it in one room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Um, so I guess if you've got six of them, what's six times 70? That's quite a lot, isn't um, it? It is. And I feel like... Kick-ass you can call, look yes. at that, how nice it is. Yeah. So if you go to their website, which is uk.lifx.com, you can see all the different kinds of effects that mm. you can get from having coloured downlighters. But what it can do is it can give you a totally different vibe in, in a loo. I mean, Chester has mm-hmm. his lights on furious red. Yes, <laughs> that mean, angry red. Yes, it's you're so <laughs> vibrant and yeah. red in there. And I don't know why he likes that, but he really mm. does. But think about like if he had... His bathroom in furious blue. Like, mm. you could walk in and get these different vibes in every room that you go to. There mm. is also things that you can get. So you can get um, ca- a candle white to warm, which is... It's an almost screwing. But it's just white. Yep. Um, so that's good. But they also do these strip kits. Oh, wow. Um, you know, um, yeah, it's yeah. for 64.99. So again, very expensive. Yep. But for kids... It's these strip lights that you can mm-hmm. um, just basically tape anywhere. You can tape it underneath a table, mm. underneath a desk, um, underneath bookcases. Yes. You know, to light. Yeah, yeah. It, it could look really, really good. You could... Um, I mean, light makes a room, right? Oh, God, it's so desperately important, it's lighting. It's so important. Just, just, like, those light... Those low-energy light bulbs, have you seen them where... They're revolting. You turn them on and they make the loom look grim mm. for about half an hour and then mm. they slowly warm up. Mm. <sighs> I mean, I don't know who invented them, but they're terrible. They are terrible. Um, the other thing I like about these, I've just noticed on the website, is you can connect them to Alexa. So you can say, Alexa, yes. turn the room blue. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's good, isn't it? I mean, it's so cool. Yeah. There's an LIFX colour bulb, which is thirty nine ninety nine, mm-hmm. And then there's another one, which is LIFX colour A60, which is fifty four ninety nine. Mm. And I'm wondering if it does something extraordinary, yeah. like make you a cup of tea. Or something like that. The LIFX Beam Hmm. sounds really good. Again, enormously expensive. Oh, wow. Click on that picture there. £179.99. But it's big. The Beam isn't just a strip of light. Yeah. It is actually, you could do something like go around the edge of a stage. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Ooh, stage. Yeah. Okay. This one contains six beams plus one corner pack, so you can make like an L-shaped with it. And so you can create all sorts of different shapes. 16 million colours. Wow. Yeah, I love it. Can we get some? Yes. Okay, brilliant. 
I, I remember Joel bought a very cheap version from Amazon. Like, he'd ask it to turn it yellow and it turned it purple and stuff like that. Didn't understand my language, you know. Um, but I do like the look of these. Very I mean, nice. Also, mm-hmm. you know, for your boys' birthdays and stuff like that, like kids. Yeah, it's a great and, gift. You know, for Chester's birthday, yeah. we could get him a beam or something. Or, yeah. I don't know. It's like, it's just a... I mean, it's expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is very atmospheric yes. and really good fun. Okay. Now, that was going to click me on to talk about something that my mum had in her house, but I'm going to save it for next week because I haven't done enough research on oh, it. Okay. I want to tell people about okay. it. Okay, okay. My mum's well, got these can... things, and I was like, wow. And I thought, oh, my God, it, like it's perfect making the cut territory. Oh, great. Um, but, yes, you can wait till, for next week for that. Okay, mom, I mom's... like waiting until yeah. next week. My mum's going to buy know. us some. Oh, she great. said, I've, I bought you and Davina some. So she said, I'll send them to oh, you. My God, I was like, oh, my so God. Cute. Wait till you see them. They're like, you oh, could, no. You please, like, I want to know. <laughs> okay, don't tell me. Now, this week, I was flicking through Instagrams and oh, I came yeah. across Guy Berryman's Instagram account. So, Guy Berryman's the bass player in Coldplay. Coldplay. Yeah. Uh, and I'm always quite interested in um, him because I think the bass player in any band is arguably the most interesting. Because he, nobody, nobody knows, knows who he is. Like, if he walked down the street, nobody would buy an eyelid. He's eye very handsome. He's very handsome. He's too handsome for my not, liking. Not yeah. as handsome as you. Yeah, well, thank you. Exactly. I'm the bass player in my very own little band. Mm. So there was an article about him and uh, on Instagram, and he's got like a classic car collection. I'm obsessed with classic cars. He's got one particular car, which is like my dream car. Which what is, is a, it? It's called the Lamborghini Miura, which was... Why is it good? Um, it just looks... Bloody crazy nuts, brilliant. Like, it was probably made in the 60s, and they only made a few of them. And it had this funny shape. Well, it was like the shape of an aeroplane wing. And the problem with that is, as you drove it faster and faster, it, it started off. to take No! Off. Yeah. So they had to change the, the design of it to try and get some downforce on it to keep it on the is ground. Is that why they had spoilers? Yeah, they put these spoilers on it and stuff like that. But I remember, very famously, Rod Stewart bought one when, you know, when he still lived in the UK in the 60s. And, but they only made them in some obscure colours. Anyway, Guy Berryman's got this orange one, which is crazy. They go for like a million pounds. Anyway. Wow. So he's got one of them. So I follow him just to get a sneak, sneaky peek at the Mura. Anyway, I was flicking through and it turns out he's done an article in the FT this mm-hmm. week, um, mm-hmm. and I thought, ooh, I'll, I'll have a look at that. So um, there's a section in the FT which is slightly uh, making the cut-esque. What? Yeah, it's called How to Spend It. Oh, I know that. Yeah. Well, I don't, I've never come across this yes, before. So I, it's I've a, heard a of that before. a supplement in the FT It's quite famous. It. Is it? Yeah. And I guess it's How to Spend Your Money, and which is not too dissimilar to what we do. R- yeah, but we do the... Yeah, how, to, how to not spend a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, Mind you, most of the messages we get from people are saying, you are costing me a fortune. Yes. So, so that's why we have to only suggest things that don't cost too much, too money. much money. I mean, how to spend mm. it is all about, yeah. you know, super yachts and sports cars. Yes, so it's good. It's a fancy magazine. Rolexes. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I read it and I really liked the article. So it's really good. So I've not subscribed to the Financial Times. You can just go on there into how to spend it and see um, Guy Berryman's head full of dreams. And then it takes you through his, his house that he's got somewhere near the Cotswolds, I think. And then a little bit about his life. And then he's got this these wonderful pictures of, of his house and this furniture that he's got in. And there's his cars. That's the mirror at the end. Oh, the, the orange. Okay. One. Let me just see if there's a, a better picture of it somewhere. 
to that one there. Okay, I mean, yeah. it's super cool, but he's got a Ferrari 250 GT Wait, wait, go there. up. Is that his wardrobe? So I'm just looking at all the photographs to do with so the article. He has a clothing and line. He's got a clothing line. He's got line. his very own clothing line that he hand makes, like he hand prints the artwork onto the clothes, like with stencils and sprays and stuff like that. I mean, it's very he's, self-indulgent. But he's very creative, obviously. Yes. Oh, yes, that's like yes. your sofa. Yes, Michael. super nice. Lots of Danish yeah. kind of 60s stuff. Yeah. But there's a very... Oh, that's the mirror there. Oh, nice, God. right? So there's a nice little um, a little article there. But it did spur me on to have a little look at subscribing to the FT. And then I've ended up reading lots of FT articles. I'm going to subscribe to the Financial Times. Yeah, it's an amazing... It's really amazing, good, isn't it? And it's not just financial... Barely financial. Yeah. <laughs> what I realised is I thought, who reads this other than I City haven't Bankers? read it for a very long time, but oh I used to, well, my God. dad used to get it, so and I used to read it. It's quite expensive. Yeah. But in the article, there's one thing that slightly irritates me, bearing in mind that he's worth about £107 million or something, Guy Berryman. And there's this uh, scene at the, at the end here where he's got an Eames uh, office chair and he's got an Eames chair in yeah. an Ottoman, the lounger. Yeah. Uh, Which is what you want. I mean, it's the dream chair, like, but they're £8,000. You'd do anything for it. that chair. I mean, within reason, you know. They are very nice. But he says at the end here, he says, what I love is to have pieces that are authentic. That is my style. But if you read the piece before, it talks about the Eames chair and he says, yeah, but that's not the real thing. I was being a cheapskate. I got it from £400 from Amazon. <laughs> I thought, that's not very authentic, is it? No, but that's really weird. That is literally in the same sentence. He yes. says... I was being a cheapskate from Amazon and got it for 400... I was being a cheapskate and got it for 400 pounds from Amazon. What I love to have are pieces that are authentic. That's my style. Yeah. That's in the same breath. It's a very odd... I mean, that's a huge contradiction, right? what could have happened. Go on. Because I have fallen victim to this a lot, Mm -hmm. is that they could have just edited bits and put that together. together. It is funny, though, isn't it? Because that's weird. You'd have all this authentic furniture and then a copy of an Eames chair. But can I say something? Yeah. Don't be annoyed with him because he's got lots of money and he tries to save money somewhere. Because can I tell you something? Yeah. When you're worth a hundred million pounds, yes, you will be exactly the same. (laughs) You will not want to go and buy something really expensive. You'll just want to go to the local pie shop. I know you. Yes, you do know me. Um, I know. Mm. It's crazy, right? So you'll be just like. So the big question is, what do I subscribe to for the print edition of the Financial Times? It's fifty pounds for three months. That's a lot of money, isn't it? That is a lot of money. And if you want the print and the standard digital, it's seventy pounds. Standard what? Standard digital. <laughs> the standard digital. I find I've been it reading, really hard to say digital. I've been reading Autocue all day today. Have you? Yeah, and one of the things I had to say was innovative nano e technology. <gasps> no. Yeah, innovative nano e technology. <gasps> That's I know. so good. I fumbled around for a good while before I got there. And then weekend print, if you just want the weekend one, which I think I might go for, but that's £25 for three months. So it's quite expensive. I'm not entirely sure which one to go for. But what I would say is that I've really enjoyed reading it. Yeah, I mean, if you love it. Um, so what I would say is that there seems what, to be... Have you got any other subscriptions to magazines or newspapers? Because I subscribe to The Telegraph, The Tory Graph, and The Guardian. Well, not the, I don't subscribe to The Guardian, but I You read don't. The Guardian. Okay. To the Guardian. Okay. I try and do right and left. Yes, that's, that's good to say. Just because I think You're a mixed it's bag. quite good to yeah, yeah. see articles from both sides. I don't know where the Financial Times sits. Is it a Conservative paper, do you it's think? It's slightly right. You'd think it would centre. be, wouldn't you? Would you? Yeah. Okay. 
Anyway, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to delve into the Financial Times. What I would say is you can go on their website and just have a look and read some of the articles yeah. and see what you think. Yeah. But I've really enjoyed it, but especially um, how to spend it. I thought it was a really good supplement, that, and I've, I've right enjoyed it. Right enjoyed uh, it. But on the subject of, of um, subscriptions, mm. my son bought me a subscription for my birthday. Oh, yeah. A sock subscription. Oh, yes. Right? So let me just have a quick look, see if I've got the, the, the name in here, because I brought it to talk about. Oh, yeah, this is it. Right. So he said, on my birthday, he said, here's a pair of socks. You get a new pair every month. I was like, really? And it's from a company called Genevieve Sweeney. And these came up in the post this, this week. Just another new pair of socks. Uh, this is such right? a fantastic idea. And I was like, what's this in my letterbox? And I picked it up and I opened it and I thought, oh, my God, it's the socks. And then I was like... I'm going to get a pair every month for a year. I am so excited about this. So I don't know how much it costs because it'd be a bit rude to, uh, yes, to do that. But it's called Genevieve Sweeney. And it's a sock subscription that my son bought me for my, four, my mid-40th birthday. 48. Um, and God, it's the gift that truly keeps on I mean, giving. you love anything that you just get on repeat. Yeah, I love it. You love your car magazine. Yeah, oh. I love the car magazine. Um, and the dream would be that I never wear the same pair of socks yes, twice. Yes, you've, you've like mentioned that on a few occasions and I'm seeing that when you do make your money and they're interviewing you, like Guy Berriman for the Financial Times, you mm. will say, I buy a new pair of socks every day. Yeah. And someone will be reading it going, God. What? 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 <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about Tom Hiddleston mm. because right. Tom Hiddleston went out with Taylor Swift. Do you mm. remember that? I do. And he got absolutely pilloried for it. Did he? Oh my God. Look up photograph of Tom Swift. Uh, Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston. I mean, Tom Swift. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. That's you about the well. most. Um, I also have been working all yeah, day speaking non stop. So, Tom Hiddleston. Taylor Swift. And look up photos. Okay. Right, look up photos of them. This, this, this is the one. So they were basically on holiday. I think it was her birthday. Yeah. And they were in the sea and mm. she had loads of friends there. Mm -hmm. And they went out together and he was wearing a vest. Yeah. A really kind of cheesy, low-cut vest. Mm -hmm. And it said, I heart TS. Yes. On it. Yeah. And he, because he played previously... 
you know, the night manager, a really cool part. Yes. He was really, really hot. He was mm-hmm. the man of the moment. He, he just got universally pilloried for doing that because we didn't really properly see, we hadn't seen his personality in anything. In fact, really, he'd just come across as a sort of Hugh Grant, mm-hmm. soft, kind of slightly affable, kind of posh guy. Yeah. Now, me and Chester started watching Loki yeah. on Disney+. Plus. Sorry, can, can we just go back a bit, though? Yes. Like, what's the problem with this T-shirt? I don't understand why he got so hammered for I'll it. Tell you, I'll tell you why. Yeah, because yeah. I think that, and including myself, mm-hmm. we thought, uh, and I'm going to yeah, yeah. put myself in there as well, that he was doing it intentionally with no irony. Oh, you think it was just an and expression of love? And they were Yeah. And they had been so in love... Mm-hmm. Like, they'd gone down to see his parents and done yeah. a walk with his parents on the beach. And Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. I mean, my kids, my girls would have done anything to be in the vicinity. She was the biggest, hugest star yes. of that moment. She was the hugest pop star in the world. And she was then going out with a hugely famous actor. Their every move was being scrutinised. Right. They were photographed at everything. Oh. They were... I don't understand. Quite what, smug. What, yeah, like no, but they were quite smug. Yeah. Oh, were they? Well, no, they weren't. <laughs> now that I look back, but I yes. think people thought that they were quite smug. Okay. Like, and they were really in love. Yeah. And they got photographed a lot, being okay. really in love. And then he wore this "I love Taylor Swift," and he just—you yeah. know what the British press are like. I do, and then they did. They, they just attacked him. Did they? Down. Oh. It was horrific. Looks like quite a nice expression of affection towards. I think. Her. It, well, now that I've seen Loki, I watched Loki, yeah. and I was like, I was easy easy about it, but yeah. Chester wanted to watch it. Mm. I do like the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Loki never really made any kind of impression on me. No, I was me too neither. busy looking at mm. Chris Hemsworth. What? Um, in Thor, what because you know Loki's yeah, Thor's yeah. brother. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, Thor. So, whatever he's called. So anyway, yeah. I hadn't really given Loki uh-huh. any thought. He hadn't really had a massive part in any of the Marvel films, but there is one bit in the Marvel film where they are looking for the stone. I yep. can't remember what it's called. Mm-hmm. That kind of lit up stony thing. Yeah. It drops on the floor and he sees an opportunity and he thinks, oh, that, well, they're trying to capture me and take me away and take the stone away from me. But here it is lying on the floor. I'm going to pick it up. Mm-hmm. And he creates a tear in time. Ah, and okay. And you can't do that. No. So this story is how he then gets enrolled by Owen Wilson. <gasps> I haven't seen Owen yes! Wilson in anything for ages. He's so good. Wedding Crashers. Um, it's got an amazing, amazing cast in okay. it. Okay. He is so funny Yep. in this piece. And he has got amazing comic timing. So one minute he's furious and mm-hmm. fuming and then he kind of twists it around and then he does something really funny. And I suddenly saw a completely different side to Tom Hiddleston. Okay. And I feel really bad. Oh, that Because you... I joined in the ridiculing and I don't okay. think... I think it's completely ironic. Mm-hmm. I think he probably really did love Taylor Swift. Yeah. I think it was just him being funny. Yeah, yeah. And taking the mickey out of himself. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is brilliant. I'm obviously not going to wear the T-shirt that I've had printed just... Oh. In case, oh, because there's a backlash of some description. 
I've got this vest made up and everything. Yeah, but like you don't, we don't have to get photographed. You could just get in the shower, you know, <laughs> like get it all wet, have it all cling to your body okay. like that, okay. and then run around, and then you can lift me up. Yeah, and then uh, okay. throw me around. Okay, and then I'll go. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> um, also, just to quickly say, um, this is one of those series where you are made to wait a week, and Ugh. I am quite enjoying that so it's 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 nice it's tantalizing um richard e grant oh wow yeah love it's just a very very slick Mm -hmm. marvel series it's got 9.1 on imdb very good and that's the first episode and a lot of people are saying better than um is it called wanderlust the um Sorry. Oh yes, it's that the other Marvel series, the other isn't Mar- it? That's, uh, that's come about. Double, double, double check. Um, Wonder Vision. Wonder Vision. Yeah, yeah. It's Wonder Vision. Always makes me kind of think of Division One, like for football. But oh, it Wonder makes me think of One Direction. Oh my God! Yeah. Mm. So Wonder Vision didn't get very good reviews, but everybody yeah. that didn't like Wonder Vision is saying this Low-key's is magnificent. Th- okay, and. They're all a little bit worried because we've seen Ep One. It was epic. Okay. And are they going to be able to sustain yes. that mm. over the next few episodes? But it's quite a complicated but really interesting story, and I loved it. I have said this to you last time. I don't know if I said it on the podcast or not, but I would like to watch all the Marvel movies in order. Oh, yes, and I've got that for you. Yes, you sent it through. But my big problem is that it starts with Captain America. Yeah, and you don't like that. I don't want to watch Captain America. No. I want to watch all the best ones. Mm. So it depends where you you, um, you go, because it, there, there's there's the order in which they were released, mm. but there's the actual cr- chronological yes, order of, is what of, I've got, of the films. Yes, which is what I've got, chronological order. That's what I'd like to do, but mm. I have to get through Captain America. So, yeah, I might need your help with that. I, I can help you. Do you want me to watch it for you? Uh, we don't have to watch it for me, but maybe we could watch it together. Oh, is, would that help you? I think it would help me, yeah. Oh, God, heart I'd, melting. I'd be one. Okay. I'd be, yeah, I'm more likely to immerse in it if you're, okay. if you're there. Great. But you've got to immerse in it as well. I'm immersing. Okay. No phone action or no anything phone like action. that. Yeah? No phone action. Okay. Um, then let's do that. And then I would like to do okay. WandaVision. And is it Wonder WandaVision? Wonder. Wonder, like a fish called Wonder. Yes. It's a good film. And then I'd like to do Loki as well. Okay. Very good. Yeah, the, the waiting for a week thing. Um, I like it. Trying does that. And that's mm. what I, I've dropped out of trying briefly oh, because it's... because a, of that. Yeah, well, I forget. Like, Friday comes around. Forgetting. It's like, what am I supposed to do? That could be a new series. I've written... I've, I writ, wrote a treatment for a movie called Forgetting. Did it's you? Like a three-paragraph treatment for a movie, yeah. Don't tell anybody. I, I, I want to hear about it off the podcast. I've forgotten. I've forgotten it. Sorry. Is that the joke? It wasn't a joke. I genuinely was have. No, it wasn't. Oh, my God. <laughs> it wasn't a joke. That was funny. It was quite good, right? So, uh, David Gray's got this song called Forgetting, and it's really moving, and I remember listening to it. You, you, I think it's on, it's on an album of his, yeah, obviously. Go on to the YouTubes or whatever it's called. David Gray, Forgetting. It's a really eerie song. It's just one piano and him, but mm-hmm. it, it's got a very weird kind of rhythm to it it's slightly odd and I had this idea for a story a long time ago when I owned this production company and was making things various uh, pilots and stuff like that Mm. and then I wrote this out as a treatment for a movie one day I'll give it to somebody who can make it into a movie 
That's um, a nice idea. Yeah, well, Sonny said, have you got anything for a short film? Because I think he might have to make a short film next year for his, um, his college course. And I thought you could have Forgetting if you want. It's very good, but very eerie. You'll, you'll like that song. His teachers will know that it's not his idea now. Oh, crikey. So, I've got one more TV show to talk about. Yes, go. Clarkson's Farm on Amazon oh, Prime. Oh, I, I actually want to watch this. Oh. Is it good? Yeah, I mean, I'm really enjoying it. Me and Joel watched episode two last night. And I would say we both laughed out loud on really? three occasions. Which, for any TV show, is good. For any comedy TV show, for you to laugh out loud yes. is good. Because yes. it's, you know, there's humorous things in there, but you don't often find yourself really laughing. But, oh, I really, really laughed. But Clarkson is so funny. He is funny, yes. I mean, I, I, I guess Can I... Can you hear beeping? Uh, yes, I, I turned the washing machine on and it's probably uh, finished the tumble-drying cycle. No, no, don't mind. Yeah. I mean, that washing machine's a mystery to me. I don't know how it works, but I managed to turn it on. I do. I just don't know how to get anything out of it. Don't worry, I can do that. It's we're, got a, a t- we're a team. It's got a door that just do- doesn't open. We're a team. It um, does it for me. <clears throat> I am a fan of Jeremy Clarkson. Yes. I would yeah. never buy his books necessarily, and I used to read his column in The Times, which I thought yeah. was occasionally quite funny. I mean, he's not everyone's That's quite property. a thing. Yeah, it is a bit. Well, you know, he, he's very, very opinionated, which is what everybody likes about him, but... I think he's very he's funny. Mate. He's very funny on the TV, that's for sure. So anyway, Jeremy Clarkson owns a farm, an enormous farm, bought it in 2008, um, and it was farmed, and last year or the year before, the farmer has retired. And Jeremy thought, I'll farm it. How difficult can it be? So it's arable largely, so he's got to plant a lot of crops and seeds and stuff like that. And, um, and of course, he doesn't own any farm machinery or anything, so he goes and buys a, t- a tractor. But, I mean, he goes to a tractor shop and the guy goes, well, this one, this one, or this one, you know, some old school tractors and things like that. Anyway, he decides to buy himself a Lamborghini tractor. Lamborghini make tractors. Oh, stop it. Yeah, seriously. So it's a very super souped up. And, of course, he has absolutely no idea what anything does. There's hundreds of buttons in this tractor and it's got the wrong hooking equipment on the back so you can't put any machinery on the back of this tractor. I mean, he's bought entirely the wrong thing. It's so big, it won't even go in the barn. Can't get it through the door. It's enormous. So that's the first thing. Tell and, me. And then he starts, to, em- well, then he starts to employ people so to try and say, help him. I want to, yeah. to hear about the guy, the so, young guy. So he, I think he's called Caleb, who's this 21... Caleb? Caleb. Oh, wow. He, he, um, who has farmed this particular land before yeah. and helped the farmer do it. He's a 20, 21-year-old lad. He knows every single field... Oh, that wow. Clarkson owns. Wow. And there's not just like four of them. There's like 24 of them. Wow. He knows the order of the fields, what should be planted where. He knows everything about farm machinery and everything about what you need to do when you need to do it. And he's only 21. I mean, Clark, you know, Clarkson's like, oh my God, I can't believe a 21-year-old knows all of this stuff. He's really impressive, this guy. But he's also very funny. And he doesn't care who Jeremy Clarkson is. I mean, he's yeah. not interested in celebrity or fame or TV, TV or anything like I mean, that. So has, he just wants like to you farm. You told me the other day that he's actually never even been to London. No, I th- he's it, never travelled out of never travelled out of the Cotswolds. He loves Love it there. It. He doesn't really want to mix with people. He just loves farming just... and the whole farming community and all of that stuff. So he's just people. brilliant. And then there's another guy, a dry stone wall guy, who's in his 70s, that Clarkson says, oh, he's fixing the dry stone wall. It's very difficult to understand what he's saying, though. And then it's just like five minutes of gibberish. And Clarkson going, yeah, yeah, I know, oh, yeah. I mean, and he's looking at the camera going, what 
Is he saying, you know? So there's just lots of funny stuff yeah. like that in it. And then he decides... But can I just yes. ask you something? Yeah. Like, Clarkson then has to see this man the week after the show goes Oh, out. yeah, yes, I know. But Like, what happens? I think he has a way, I think, of... of what would you... I'm not sure how you would describe it, but... I guess ridiculing you in an acceptable way. That's what he seems to... He seems so to have an art at doing he roasts you, but yes. in a way that is endearing. And also, he gets roasted. I mean, like, he is a guy who takes it like he gives it in the sense that the, the, the farm manager who comes to help him basically just gives him a hard time the whole time because Jeremy doesn't know what he's doing he's, and he's slightly putting down the farming community and the industry and everything. So they're all slightly on his case, you know. And talk about Caleb, because Caleb's actually rude to him. Oh, yeah, you know, like he's quite angry with him because there's no respect. Jeremy Clarkson's driving this tractor here, there and everywhere, and Caleb's like, you've got to drive it up and then down exactly where you've driven it. You can't go up there and down three yards over there. It's got to be right there, and then you've got to put a tram line in every eight lines so you know where to pesticide and how to feed the crops. Without the tram lines, you don't know what you're doing, you know, so... He's really quite angry with him, but I've got to say, it looks like absolute non-stop work farming. It is. It looks horrific. You know Sally and Mark? Yes. Sally's dad's a farmer, and the stories that she's told me and how hard he's worked all his life. Yeah, really hard. unbelievable. So there's lots of kind of quips, you know, that Jeremy Clarkson's got about health and safety and rules and regulations Mm. and... Uh, EU uh, forms that you've got to fill in when you drive a tractor and stuff like that. So there's lots of funny kind of political niggles going on there as well, which is hugely funny. Anyway, it was great. He bought 80 sheep last night. Oh, no. No idea. No idea what he thought. The sheep will eat the grass. I won't need to cut it, you know. So he gets all these sheep. And of course, you've got to pen them in electrically because they just jump over the walls. So they're (laughs) jumping over the walls here, there, and everywhere. Sheepdog. Have a guess how much a sheepdog is. How much? 20 grand. What? For a good sheepdog. And no. it takes six months to train it. No. So he gets a drone instead and decides to drone the sheep into different fields. <laughs> I mean, it's really, really funny. But he gets these two rams. Chester would love it. To impregnate oh, 80 yeah. sheep. Two. Yeah. And, and they do it in a matter of days. No. Two rams. 80 sheep? Shag all the sheep, yeah. Oh, my God. But what's quite funny is the rams have this harness on, right? <laughs> and they've got a piece of chalk on the harness. Mm. So when the ram mounts the sheep and mm. does its business, it rubs a chalk mark onto the sheep so that mm. you know which ram the sheep has been impregnated by. Oh, my God, that's so clever. Now, he's called one of the rams Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. and the other one Wayne Rooney. The <laughs> idea is that Wayne likes a slightly older sheep and Leonardo's like the younger sheep. I think Leonardo, Leonardo like, has shagged Wayne like three man. quarters of all the sheep. Right. And Wayne Rooney's only done a quarter. Oh, my God. I mean, it's just really, really funny. But, of course, they've got to put four of them down because they go lame and, oh. and then they talk about the ins and outs of what you do with lame sheep and he takes them to the abattoir and all the rest of it. Oh, so there's, it, it's heartfelt as well. There's lots of really interesting things in it and Jeremy Clarkson's girlfriend's in it as well. <gasps> That's quite interesting. Um, what attracted you to the multimillionaire, Jeremy Clarkson? <laughs> so uh, so that's quite interesting. Anyway, it's really good. It's on Amazon Prime. And if you're missing Top Gear or the Grand Tour or whatever, this is, a, I mean, it's not as good as that, but it's really good. It rates 9.3 on wow. IMDb. Wow! And I've done two episodes and when I go home I'm tonight, definitely going to watch that with Chester. Yeah, definitely do. That's something for us to watch mm-hmm. um, when we are waiting for the next Loki. Yeah. Yes, Oh, good, absolutely. I'm excited to no. watch that. So it's really good, that. Um, I'm going to talk. Yep. 
Good. I felt you say, um, mm -hmm. in a way that you were going to talk. I was going to do shout outs, yeah. Oh, yeah. But no, yeah. I'm, I'm joking. Yeah. I'm joking. I want you to talk. Um, I don't want you to You got anything to say? No. Okay, so let's do a couple of shout outs. <laughs> this one was from Erin MS on Instagram. Um, I mean, that's all I've got there. But she said, I left my husband uh, a while and went out for the day. Oh, God, I thought, like... No, I didn't leave him. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I left my husband for a while, went out for the day and just got back and was greeted with this, music to your ears, and then it, it quoted, uh, that Adam Curtis documentary you told me about was literally the best recommendation I have ever had. He loves a bit of strategy. That's nice, isn't it? I really like that because... One of the things that when I talk about these Adam Curtis documentaries, I, I half think, oh, maybe uh, ladies will tell their husbands about this. Because it's probably slightly more blokey than it is lady-friendly, these documentaries. Um, what makes you say that? Um, I think just because um, they're wrapped around kind of war and, and I guess political drama and stuff like that. And it's, it's quite male-heavy, those subjects, I think. I'm not necessarily saying that they are, but they feel it to me. So... I don't necessarily... So, uh, you know, it's nice, I think, that you share this information with your husbands. I think that's one of the things I do like about it. And I have no doubt there's loads more women listen to this podcast than men. Um, but I'm really glad that, that uh, she told her husband about it and he watched it and he really liked it. So that was great. I was super pleased about that. And then Nicola Toomer sent Celeste Barber's latest uh, thing. Now, we've recommended Celeste Barber before, but this one was very, very funny, wasn't it? She said... You like recommending dance instas. Had to send you this. How fit is the first lady? <laughs> <laughs> so Celeste Barber is unbelievable because she's got 7 million followers on Instagram. Wow. And when you think about 7 million followers for an Australian, yes. I think there's only about 18 million people in the whole in the, of Australia. Yeah. And that Naomi Watts is co always commenting on all of her posts. And wow. um, Reese Witherspoon did the forward for her book and... I mean, everybody loves Celeste Barber, but my other favourite one of Celeste Barber's was the grey-haired sort of stud man mm. dancing in Greece with his model-looking girlfriend. Yes, oh. And then her and her husband dancing <laughs> by the pool. <laughs> yes. And her husband looks like such a laugh. Yes. He just looks so funny. They must just Howl with yeah, laughter yeah. all day long. She's got very good comic timing. Oh, God. And uh, she's a very good physic physical comedian. It's absolutely brilliant. Um, okay, somebody sent this, which I thought you might quite like. It's Hi, Davina and Michael. Hope you're both well. I'm just catching up on last week's podcast, specifically the segment <gasps> on the smiley faces. Yes. She's a child of the 80s and 90s. I'm a big fan of clothing brand Lucy and Yak. Oh, yes. I thought well, you might Sunny enjoy. loved Lucy yeah. and Yak. Having a look at their website, uh, they have launched a collection just today called the summer of 89 link below will take you right to their smiley faces dungarees wow. uh, that are made to, to go out so what they call lucy this lucy. is the best post ever because i have written down lucy and yak to, oh really to recommend um they have a shop in brighton yes um and sunny went through a phase of wearing all lucy and yak mm. um dungarees for ages it's a really, really, really good, amazing brand. Oh, great. Oh, my God, I can see what you've just pulled yes. up. Yes, so uh, Claire Blackburn. Remember we talked about her and she'd come Achum. up Achum. Uh, and I said, I I like thought, the way you keep saying Achum. Achum. Because that's Achum, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think is German. Yes, yeah. that's Achtum. Yeah. Achtum. Um, um, but, but Achtum said, is different. 
that I thought she was a French teacher. And she is, thank God. She says, thank you for my actions. Sneezy shout out. The oh my reason... God, isn't that amazing that you knew that she was a French yes, teacher? Yes, it was just buried in the back of my brain somewhere, I think. How come? Uh, the reason I know French, and yes, I am a primary oh school God, French that is teacher. so weird. It's from uh, a French Mr. Men book called Mr. Sneeze, Monsieur. It's good, uh, isn't it? So we must post that. No! No, I've not deleted it. Okay. I just put it into primary. We need to post that picture of Monsieur Achum and see if we can get any of our listeners to find Monsieur sneeze yes um in any other languages yeah can they find her throat <laughs> yes okay. what, what was that can they find um senor oh. yeah you know well, yeah absolutely the, the, the... yeah yeah okay uh, michelle witherington just finished watching the trap on the bnfi player uh, thanks so much for discussing your in your previous podcast uh so thought-provoking actually relevant absolutely admire Adam Curtis. Yeah, he's really, really good. That's a woman. Yes, it is. I know. I'm really, really super impressed. Not in a positive way. You shouldn't be super impressed. No, I don't really mean that. But, you know, they are quite blokey, these things, I think. But Mm. um, I did watch, um, not The Trap, but I started watching one with Holly. It was the funniest experience of my life. Yeah. So we started watching She Is My Daughter, so I'm very proud of that. Can't get you out of my head. Can't get you out of my head. Uh, And she'd go, hang on a minute, why is that happening? Mm-hmm. And I go, well, if you just wait a minute, it will kind of become clear why um, that is happening and then mm. you'll understand it better. No, but I can't enjoy it if, you can't, if I can't understand why that's happening. Uh, literally every 10 minutes, we got through the first hour. Yeah. I said, should we come back and ha- maybe have a break? She's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I think that's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because it's, yeah. it was a thirst for knowledge, yeah. and, and, but we literally were pausing it every two seconds mm. because there is a little bit of investing... Uh, and going with the flow with an Adam Curtis documentary, I think, yes. where you have to think, well, oh, this is going to make a lot more sense. Yeah, in three hours' in, time. In three yeah. hours' time. Yeah. Um, great. Oh, excuse me. That is like your dinner tonight. Yeah, it is. This is your very good My friend, My very Robin. good friend, Robin. He posts some lovely stuff, Robin. Robin is extremely creative um, and arty. I have recommended his Instagram account before for decor mm. because he's so good at interiors. Yeah. Do you remember when he was doing up his house? Yeah. Right? He recommended us the tacker. Mm. Well, he's also an extremely accomplished chef. Um, he's amazing at cooking. And he's an extremely accomplished florist. Yeah. Oh, is he? Yes. He also messaged lovely? to say that he can't drive. Um, yes, he did. Yeah, he did. And then, and then and, he uh, sent another and message and really say, said, saying, and I'm here in my baseball cap <laughs> and, and tracksuit. <laughs> And in his defence, I was also wearing a baseball cap when I saw that. I love a cap, to be honest. And we love Robin. Yes, of course we do. Uh, Final one is... I'm going to have to put some reading glasses on for this. Here, here, do No, no, I brought some. I bought these reading glasses from Tiger. You know, the... Whatever it's called. £2.50. They're very... Mm -hmm. They're very cool. Good. Dear Michael and welcome to Mind Cafe magazine. It's filled with relaxed, inspiring essays about happiness. Um... Which is good, isn't it? Mm. You want to be happy. Um, I'm the magazine's editor and it was my mum who contacted you to ask if I could get you a copy of Edition 2 sent out. Uh, Mind Cafe's mission is to create a space where mental health wellness is discussed in a way that's accessible, unpretentious and personable. Um, So I hope you enjoy the magazine. uh, Give it a mention on your podcast. So thanks very much indeed, Gemma. But it's a really nicely made magazine, isn't it? Look at that. Oh, God. And um, I think they were saying that you can now get it in WH Smiths. It'll be stocked in WH Smiths. 
Uh, and in the meantime, uh, copies can be bought from our website, mindcafe.co. Um, so go and have a little look but at that if you're like passing art. Smith's. Yes, it's a really, really lovely magazine. The beautiful photographs, but really nice articles in there Oh my God, well. and the printing mm. of it is extraordinary. Mm. Every single photograph is like a painting. It's done, it's very grainy, mm. and the paper has got a lovely texture to it, but the typeface and everything is really chic. Ever since you bought me my classic car subscription, I've fallen mm. back in love with magazines generally. Yes. You just want to feel and touch people, yeah, don't you? And I, was, I still think there's a massive place for magazines. I wonder if they will come back or whether well, we will... I think they'll be like vinyl, essentially. Mm. There's always going to be a market for people who love to buy mm. a magazine, especially at an airport or a train station or something like that. I still pick up an evening standard every night and read it on the train on the mm. way back. Um, but yeah, thanks very much indeed, Gemma. It looks Gemma, really good. Gemma, this is really amazing. Thank you so much. Um, wow, I love it. I have about 10 other things to talk about. And we'll yeah, save we'll them for next week. for next week. Yeah. Um, so you've been working very hard these last few days on uh -huh. QVC. I watched you at midnight last night. You did? On a bouncy ball with leg weights on. Yeah. And all, doing fit. all sorts of things. Wow, I mean... I've had two days of... I was amazed that you're alive at midnight <laughs> and people are buying fitness equipment. And then back in there at eight. Yeah. Uh, is there a particular time of the day where you sell more, do you think? I mean, um, like... Evenings. Evenings sell best, yeah. really? Yeah, okay. so seven, eight, nine. Because I know you were on like at eight o'clock this morning yes. as well. I mean, the day not so much and then it starts again. Right. Probably. I mean, yes, in the day. We sold loads today, but... I wonder if you're, you know, blokes are eating their bacon sandwiches going, I really should get one of those yoga balls over breakfast. I do feel like a yoga ball and a mat is like page one. Because those balls are very versatile, but you do kind of need to look up on YouTube all of the things that you can do with them because you never the use best, them enough. The best abs oh, exercises ever. I've ever done have ever. been on like, a yoga ball. Totally. They're absolutely brilliant. I've got one. It's in mm. the back garden. It's covered in muck and bird poo and everything, but I just brush that off and I get on it. You know. Do you? No messing about. Yes, I do. I mean, it's the best abs workout oh, you can I do. I completely agree. Yeah. Uh, so, um, well done. Thanks. I'm not going to make you work any longer now. You can okay. you can rest. You've worked your little socks off. I have. Yeah. As well, have you. Yeah. Aren't we hard got, working? We are. Couple we're, of people. We've got one more job to do tomorrow. What? Oh, yes. Yeah, we're working tomorrow. And and Friday. Oh, no, I'm not working. Oh, you're not Friday. doing yeah, it. I'm doing it. I'm doing something else on Friday. Um, mm. I hope everybody's all right. You have a lovely weekend. Happy Father's Day to all the uh, dads out there. Oh, yes. Um, um, I'm going to see my dad. What I would say is that... The Scott Brothers um, Butcher's website is very good for presents for blokes. They do like steaks, fillet steak. I bought my dad these white puddings for there, but I had a little look. They do a butcher's box. <laughs> it's got loads of lovely meat things in it. Um, so that, the sock subscription would be a good gift for any dad. Dad's That's love socks. Brilliant idea. It's great, isn't it? Yeah. I think it was called Genevieve Sweeney. That's have a, a look really, at that. That's a really good idea. And, um, and uh, yeah, I have a lovely weekend and we'll... See you soon. Yes. Yeah. See you next week. Right. Okay. Bye. Bye. Hold up. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.